Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest vodcast. And this one's an interesting topic: metastatic disease to the pancreas, patterns of involvement. We spent a lot of time looking at pancreatic masses, and usually the question is: Is it benign and malignant? Is it a cystic tumor, IPMN, cystadenoma, cystadenocarcinoma? Is it an islet cell or a neuroendocrine tumor versus an adenocarcinoma? We usually don't speak about metastasis. Metastases are actually more frequent than you would think, and particularly with patients being treated with different disease processes now and living longer, it would not be surprising if metastases become more common. Now, it's a reported incidence of up to 11% in autopsy series of patients with advanced malignancy. Again, autopsy series are always kind of tricky. In clinical series, it makes up less than 5% of all pancreatic malignancies, and I would say probably, in our experience, under 1%. The diagnosis of metastasis of the pancreas has important clinical implications compared to a primary pancreatic tumor from both the treatment perspective and a survival perspective. Usually, it's much better to have a met to the pancreas than it is to have an adenocarcinoma primary tumor. And it's interesting that most of the time, metastasis to the pancreas are picked up on follow-up studies, but they can be seen on the initial presentation. And we'll speak about this and show examples. Now, metastasis to the pancreas, the organ of, organ of origin, most of the ones we see are from renal cell carcinoma, but other common sites are lung and breast cancer, colon cancer, melanoma, and leiomyosarcoma. In this one article by, recent article by Palmowski, 22 patients, 29 Mets were found. They originated from the kidney in 22 of 29, colon, and then other malignancies. The metastasis differed not in size or location, but in their contrast enhancement characteristics. Now, I'm sure one of the things you'll probably think about, and I'll show you, is if it's renal cell carcinoma, most of the Mets, then most of the Mets are going to be vascular, because renal carcinoma, metastatic to pancreas, almost always is vascular. A recent article by Tan, pictorial essay, illustrated the imaging appearance of a wide range of metastasis, key clinical and radiologic features that may aid in differentiation of primary from solitary secondary malignancies were discussed. Now, in that article and in our experience, several things. One, lesions can be solitary, multiple, or diffuse. Now, solitary is the most common, but with renal cell, I would say in our experience, more than half have multiple lesions. Now, some of the findings. Most metastases have some enhancement compared to adenocarcinoma, which is typically hypodense. In fact, particularly with renal cell, the differential is usually a neuroendocrine tumor versus metastasis. And our rule is, if you see a metastasis, then often it's multiple, but often you're missing a kidney, right? That's the crit critical thing. I have one case of renal cell carcinoma metastatic to the pancreas at presentation. One of the things you remember is most of the cases of metastatic renal cell to pancreas are 10 to 15 years after the initial diagnosis. Vascular invasion is also less common with metastasis. That can be helpful. And most cases of metastasis are usually silent lesions, which means we pick them up. We're doing a study for another reason. An example in point, here's a patient, a 35-year-old male, and in this case, the patient had a diagnosis of a metastatic myxoid liposarcoma of the prostate. So we're following a prostate tumor, aggressive tumor, and there, sure it is, the mass in the head of the pancreas. If I look at this, I say, okay, there's a mass, it's hypodense, pancreatic duct is dilated. This is a classic carcinoma. Here's a couple more images looking at that. Could this be a, a, a IPMN that became malignant? Or, but it looks more like an adenocarcinoma. 
This was resected patient. A Whipple's procedure, it was metastatic myxoid liposarcoma. The pancreatic mass was detected on routine follow-up about three years after the original diagnosis. Whipple's was done negative margin. So again, this patient, hopefully, this site of metastasis was cured. Another patient, two years ago, had known breast cancer. Now we see a mass that's dense, obstructing the duct. What's interesting about this case, I'll show you a few more images, is that the mass itself is higher density. It's not as vascular as we would say typically we'd think about a neuroendocrine tumor, but it's denser than we typically think about. Again, abrupt duct cutoff. We know it's going to be a cancer. And, you know, maybe you're thinking pancreatic adenocea. There's nothing wrong with thinking that possibility. And we'll look at a bunch of images. Surely there's a mass there and there's a neoplasm, but what is it? That's really the question. This patient had biopsy, eventually had surgery. This was metastatic breast cancer. Again, very nice example. Now, in terms of metastasis, the question is, what about size? Usually I don't see meds that are 10 centimeters. Three centimeters or so, two to three is usually what I see, but they can be smaller. This is a patient with a new lesion in the head of the pancreas. It's under two centimeters. It's a very subtle lesion. I can give you some circles to make it more obvious. But it's a very subtle lesion, but it was a new finding from about a year ago. And um, we're going to show what it is. This was biopsy. This was metastatic melanoma to pancreas. Okay, so again, can be very subtle, but there was some change. Now, in metastatic uh, renal cell to pancreas, several points. One, it's usually hypervascular metastasis. Multiple lesions are common and may be seen in half the cases. As I mentioned, it occurs anywhere between six and a half to 12 years after original diagnosis. My experience is at least 10 years, typically. And the longest interval from diagnosis was 32 years. And it may be or may not be associated with other sites of disease. My experience is most of the cases, it's an incidental pickup. It's not the presenting findings. It's a routine follow-up. An example. Here it is, a tail of the pancreas lesion, which you can see on the axials and coronals. You can see it very nicely on the 3D MIP and volume rendering. Now, if I don't tell you or show you the kidneys missing on the right, you got to be thinking that this is a uh, neuroendocrine tumor. Another example, very similar case. There is a lesion in the pancreas and the tail. There's also like a 5 millimeter lesion in the body. Those were both proven to be metastatic lesions from renal cell carcinoma to the pancreas. Very nice example. Another case. Here we see multiple lesions, but the key one is in the tail of the pancreas. It's a hypervascular lesion. You see the kidney is missing. Now, I show you this case, and I'll show it to you with some uh, volume rendered and MIP imaging to make the point very obvious three centimeter mass, hypervascular. But look at the venous phase, the lesion's gone. Metastatic renal cell carcinoma to the pancreas may only be seen in the vascular arterial phase. I make this point because when you're staging patients with renal cell carcinoma, you need arterial phase imaging to be able to look at the pancreas as well as the liver. You can easily miss lesions if you don't have that early phase. Oh yes, there is a cyst in the body of the pancreas in this case. Another example. Here's a case, multiple lesions in the pancreatic head. Patients had a left nephrectomy previously. Here's a, you can see very nicely there. And when you look further in this case, not only are there multiple lesions in the pancreatic head, 
but the patient also developed a second tumor in the right kidney. So the question, of course, was, was this a second primary versus metastasis to the contralateral kidney? I think it was felt to be metastatic, but again, very nice visualization. Another example, look how many lesions we see here. Here's the axial imaging, multiple lesions in the head, body, and tail of the pancreas, all hypervascular. The patient looks like has had bilateral nephrectomies. And look how nicely you can see that in the MIP imaging. And here's the volume and MIP. But look how well you see those lesions. So one thing to recognize is axials alone, you can miss some of these small vascular lesions. Here there are at least eight or nine lesions present. Look how I can show it to you on the different rendering techniques. So again, very important uh, with, um, again, looking at axials, but also looking at the 3D imaging. So hopefully I've showed you that metastases of the pancreas are uncommon, but are becoming more common as better therapies for other malignancies are developed. It's important to think about it because metastases can look very similar to a primary mass. The diagnosis can be challenging, but management is critically impacted. Clinical history of past malignancies is critical for suggesting the diagnosis. As I mentioned, often it looks just like a primary tumor, but knowing the patient had breast cancer or lung cancer or melanoma at least allows me to think about it. Other examples, kidney, it's kind of easy. Kidney's missing, it's vascular, it's metastatic. So again, I think we're going to see a lot more disease in the pancreas that's metastatic, particularly as patients do better from the primary tumor and live longer. So hopefully I've given you some nice examples. I brought up a topic that maybe you don't think about all the time. And with that, have a great day.